This week's question comes from a listener who's asking, what do you know about intuition and Torah? What do you know about intuition and Torah? This is the question. I want to give you an intellectual definition of intuition. When I say intellectual, I mean intellectual. The intellectual definition of intuition means a person who knows something and doesn't know why he knows it or how he knows it. In other words, the intellectual process is a process. There's information that you know and there's information that you don't know. And you use the information that you have to deduce from the known the unknown. That's a normal process of accruing knowledge. Intuition means I acquire knowledge and there's no process. I just somehow know it uh, by a fifth sense or a sixth sense, what they call clairvoyance or something like that. Of course, intuition is not always connected to ideas, right? to intellectual ideas. Intuition can also be um, in conjunction with how you assess people, how you can predict the future and all kinds of other things. But this is always true of intuition, that knowledge is coming to me, that I don't fully appreciate how this knowledge came to me, but somehow it reached me, and often it's correct. That's what the, the idea of intuition is. I believe personally that the, the best definition for Chochmah is the faculty, is the tool of creativity and intuitiveness. Because that's what Chochmah means. Chochmah means I know something without yet fully knowing it. In Bina, I process it and I fully understand it. So intuition is also connected to ideas, to intellect, but it's connected to many other things as well. And the constant is that I'm knowing something that I don't fully know yet. Intellectually, a great illustration for the idea of intuition is what's called an educated guess. Educated guessing is a dichotomy, it's a paradox. If I'm educated, any person who's intelligent doesn't guess. And any person who guesses is not educated. An educated guess is an oxymoron. I'm, I'm smart and I'm knowledgeable, I'm expert in a certain field, and yet I guess. The concept of an educated guess really is intuition. Meaning, I know so much about a certain subject that even things that I don't know, I will intuitively get right. And I have watched people guess in an educated way and observe a very, very high percentage of correctness. And it's, it's quite clear to me that educated guessing is not guessing. It's educated. And yet we call it guessing because it involves intuition. Now, how does Yiddishkeit come into intuition and intuitiveness? And the first answer to this question is, I'm going to say two things on the subject. The first thing that I want to say on this subject, from a perspective of Torah and Yiddishkeit, is this. The credibility of one who intuits. The credibility of somebody who knows things without knowing, or knows things without knowing how they know, or knows things a little bit before they completely flush it out, has to do with personal integrity. And we've discussed this many times in many different ways. If a person is doing a physical science that everything can be measured and proven directly and empirically, 
the person doing the study can be the most corrupt person, the most perverse person, even the most evil person. Because the science is so concrete, the process by which the knowledge is acquired is so black and white that any person can test it. Whatever he says can be tested. And therefore his personal identity as a human being is immaterial because if he's made a mistake, you can prove it. And if he's correct, it's empirically so, it's physically provable, and it doesn't matter how much integrity this person has. When you talk about philosophy, and especially when you talk about ruchnius, spiritual things, these are the kind of areas of knowledge that even when you know them, they're hard to prove. And even when you prove them, you can't prove them empirically. So personal integrity becomes much, much more significant and much, much more important. The Hebrew word that's used for this is pedishus. A person who's pure in body and pure in mind has pure intuition. And a person who's not so pure in body and not so pure in mind, of mind has less pure intuition. So everybody has intuition, but the credibility of one's intuition, the likelihood of one being right, when they don't know how come they're right, is not determined by their process of how they make the determination, but literally based on who they are. A purer and a holier person has, has a healthier intuition and he's more frequently correct when he guesses. They say a story about a Polish Rebbe who was asked how he's able to read other people's thoughts. He, he read other people's thoughts like as if they were speaking. And he said, when one's own machshava is pure, there's room for other people's thoughts. If one person's, if a person controls his own thoughts completely, he can create space in his own mind for other people's thoughts. While people whose minds are more clouded by distractedness and by what's called machshava zora, whether it's zora on the halachic level or zora simply on the level of zora lachem, because their mind is wandering, there's less space within their brain to hear some other body else's thoughts. Now, I'm not saying that this word from this Polish Rebbe is as simple as that. Certainly, this tzaddik, who was able to read other people's thoughts, had special powers. It wasn't simply taras ha-machshava. But the, it's certainly a part of it. The taras ha-machshava, the purity of one's thoughts, leaves one's open to know things that you cannot know through normal processes. Or like the famous story with the Rebbe Rashab, it's a similar idea that the Rebbe Rashab was 12 years old and his father told him basically that he's meant to be a Rebbe and he made the decision that he has to be Mavadah himself and one of the things that he did was that before Bar Mitzvah the Lashon and the Rishimah says I learned and accepted upon myself the Shulchan Aruch's from every alternative opinion. And the other Lashon that's brought is, he trained his body to do by instinctively. And the Rebbe Rashab used to say, when I have an instinct, I have a feeling, and I cannot flush it out, I cannot argue it, I cannot defend it, I trust my feelings, because my body was conditioned to do instinctively, like it says in the Shulchan Aruch. And of course, there's the famous story where Abchayim Briske, the Rebbe Rashab made a statement about a very controversial question, and serious question, and the Rebbe Rashab said that he's basing his position on his feelings. He said, Abchayim said to the Rebbe Nishma, said, Lubavitch Rebbe Vashtel, how do you make a decision on such a basis? And the Rebbe Rashab said, before Bar Mitzvah, I conditioned my body to do instinctively, like it's written in Shulchan Aruch, and I trust my instincts. And, the, and Abchayim said, Oy bazoi zayadimit in Lubavitch Rebbe, the Abchayim supported what the Rebbe Rashab posited, because he trusted his intuition, basically. In other words, it's, a, it's almost a form of, of, of soul language, of Ruach HaKodesh. When one is a greater parosh, their intuitions 
are truer and purer and more consistent with Elokus. Otherwise, they have a different kind of intuition. <coughs> now, everything that exists in Kedusha exists in Le'umazeh, there are people who are involved in Tumah that also have intuition, and this is the exact opposite of Prishus and Tara. It's a koyak that the Abishta created in this world for everything to be Le'umazeh, but that kind of intuition has no place in Tara. That's not an intuition which you can connect to Torah. It's a different concept altogether. And within the parameter of Yiddishkeit, it would be connected to an alternative of Nevuah. And I'll tell you what I mean in a minute. I want to now go to another area. And that is the idea of imagination, Koyach which is, I believe, connected to intuitiveness. The Rambam writes in the Shemayin Prakim that a person has five nefashas, and he lists them from the lowest to the highest. The third is the nefesh of midas, of emotion. The fifth is the nefesh of seichel, of intellect. And the fourth is the nefesh hamadama, of imagination. The Rambam considers imagination, the ability to visualize things, superior to experiencing human emotion, which is incredibly hard to understand. The Rambam writes in the Menavuchim in the second section, that Koyach a good imagination, is a prerequisite to prophecy, to Nevuah. Now, imagination is nothing. It's just, you know, your mind goes anywhere. But the ability to visualize, the, the, uh, a chush in visualization, means that you have a capacity to create form, to carry an inspiration which Hashem is giving you from your subconscious to your consciousness. So, the Rambam argues that having a, a healthy imagination allows a person to use that imagination to carry truth. You know, imagination is not just fantasy, wherever my mind goes, wherever my heart goes. Sometimes it's where my soul wants me to go. My subconscious, my neshama is trying to send me a message, which is a form of Ruach HaKadosh, it's a form of Nevoah. I know it's not so simple, but nevertheless this is true. And the person's conscious imagination becomes a seat becomes a kli, becomes a medium through which that the supernal inspiration comes. This is another form of intuition. A person's imagination by itself is just a, it's a, it's a potential, it's a talent, it's a chush. When a person is inspired from on high and they have a good koyachamedame, a good nefesh hamedame, the inspiration which is coming from the subconscious so the consciousness finds a form kind finds a, 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 a framework where it can be manifest what's being said is not the imagination what's being said is the subconscious what's being said is the neshama what's being said is a lakus but what's be the way it's carried the way it's brought to us is through the this is a different concept of intuition because now we're seeing intuition as being a medium to carry something which is deeper than that a person who's a parish, who's very pure and very holy, and he, he conforms to all the ideas of Nevoah which the Rambam discusses. And then the Ebishter inspires him. The inspiration of Hashem comes to him according to who he is. Like the Rambam reads, No two prophets prophesy the same way, because prophecy is to some extent a reflection of the character of the prophet. And part of that character is this so here the intuition is not the whole story. The intuition is a medium to carry something which is an inspiration which comes from HaKadosh Baruch. And in this light I want to add, we find in Chazal an alternative kind of Nevoah. For example, 
according to the Rambam, the Nevu of Lavan and the Nevu of Bilam. What the Gemara says that after the Chorban Beis Hamikdash, Nevu is no longer present, but it's found by Tipshim, by Noshim, by Amei Aretz. All kinds of simple people can sometimes say things which are in lieu of prophecy. They're, they're knowing things that they shouldn't be able to know. This is not based on Pinishus, and it's not based on intuition. In other words, these are not Torah ideas. The idea that in Torah, a person who's pure has good instincts, has good intuition, and the person who's pure and has a good imagination, th- using that imagination, the Neshama speaks th- to him. These are concepts in Torah, the religious concepts, that a person can know without fully knowing, and the integrity of that knowledge is who they are. A person can create form as a medium to carry what the Neshama, what Elokus is telling them. And their personal integrity contributes to the integrity of how they're carrying this inspiration. But the idea that Hashem has a message and He doesn't have a messenger, so He chooses an unqualified messenger. Like the Chazal say, after the Chorba, Noshem, and Ktanim, and so on and so forth, this is not a Torah concept of intuition. It's intuition. But uh, forgive me for saying it, it's almost like random. Hashem is sending a message through a person who's not qualified to carry that message. So they're carrying the message, they're delivering the message. But the idea of intuition, which is a part of our religion, is only credible, is only Yiddishkeit, when the person who's intuiting is in a significant state of precious, of purity and holiness. And therefore, because of the purity of his body and his mind, his intuition is a medium for revealing the good within him, the good within his soul, and even the good within godliness.